Thank you for listening to the Alan Wright Sermons Podcast. I'm his son, Matthew, and we have been splitting up the sermons every other week at our house church that my wife and I host on our farm. If you're interested in joining us, check out WrightFarmHouseChurch.com. Enjoy today's lesson. So we have been uh, going through a weekly study series on the popular chapter of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We've been getting deeper into it, um, kind of going phrase by phrase. Jonah, do you have notes of what we did last week? Yeah. What did we do last week? Calibrating our heart. Yes. So we talked about calibrating our, our hearts towards the truth, which is Jesus. And we compared it to a compass. Do you guys remember the story that I told? about the true story of the two ships, the Nantucket and the, and the Monroe, the USS Nantucket, and the, the captain of what, what ship didn't calibrate his compass. And then he, he ran into the other ship, and it caused a lot of death and a lot of pain. And uh, so much like, much like he got lazy, a lot of times we get lazy, and we stop reading our Bible, and we stop calibrating our spiritual compass towards where we need to be focused on, right? So this week we are continuing, uh, and we are in uh, verse 7. I've titled this lesson, The Limitless Love of Jesus. Um, and this, this chapter, once again, is, is Paul's definition of love. So, okay, so there was a, I was telling Kylene about this earlier. There, according to, there's this Duke research study at the uh, University of Duke. Uh, and they did, a, they did a study that the average person can expend about 4,000 calories per day on a consistent, ongoing basis without killing themselves. But that, they found, was the absolute limit of human endurance. So in the short term, though, okay, if you think about the short term, we, we know that there are professional cyclists that race these long races like the Tour de France, or there are mar- marathoners who run 26 over 26 miles. So they expend much more than 4,000 calories in, in that event or, or whatever they're doing. Um, in fact, I read that they're, sometimes they're expending four times that much, 16,000 calories in an event. Um, so, but, they, but that's possible because they're doing that in a much shorter period of time rather than every day of their lives. Um, the same study, interestingly, the same study found um, they were studying athletes, but they found that pregnant women actually survive at the limits of what the human body is capable of surviving at in the later stages of their pregnancy. So they're surviving. You mothers are surviving. It's a good Mother's Day fact at 4,000 calories a day. Um, and you're surviving right at that limit of survival. Isn't that curious that God made you that way, right? I've seen Colleen do it four times, and I've, I bet she would agree with me that, yes, that was the limit of my survival. <laughs> that was the limit of my survival capabilities. Uh, so physical endurance uh, for our bodies can be, it is hard. It can be hard, right? But extreme and long-term endurance, uh, it can actually kill you is what they found. So I like I had experiences in the army where I pushed my body so hard that I was no longer burning off fat anymore. I, I, I was literally burning off muscle at that point. So I have felt the slow burn of possible death. 
because they pushed me that hard in that short period of time to experience where I thought I was going to die. But they let you know what the what your boundaries were by doing so, your limits were. But if they had kept pushing us, they would have killed every one of us. So sometimes we push past our endurance limit in the short term like that. Okay. Sometimes we're forced, though, to live at the limit long term. The human limit capability it, uh, um, is, 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 the, it, the, is physically true, right? But it's also true emotionally in our relationships. And Paul is going to make one of the most impossible and challenging statements here in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 7. And it's going to push our limits uh, to the point of crazy because we know what we're capable of as humans. Paul says in verse 7, Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. So Paul must have gone crazy when he wrote those statements about love, right? Do, do you have, let me ask, do you have limitless wells of patience for a terrible coworker? Do you have limitless emotional endurance in maybe helping a family member through a mental or a physical health problem? Do you have unlimited endurance to bear all of the things that you could possibly imagine that could weigh you down? You probably don't, and I, I don't either. No one actually has this ability except Jesus. So what is Paul trying to do here? And guess what? We've said it throughout this series. I think he's trying to point us to Jesus again. I think that Paul is trying to show us that Jesus alone is once again the perfect example of perfect love. Because Jesus alone actually bore all things hoped all things, believed all things, and endured all things. We need, no, we need look no further than the cross. That's where he willingly bore the sins of, of people, of sinners. But why? Because he believed and he hoped that they could be transformed. There is no better example of this verse than Jesus again. Paul is pointing us to Jesus as the premier example of love. But that's not the only reason that he makes this impossibly bold claim in this verse. Paul's intentional exaggeration. He intentionally exaggerates. We see that a lot. It makes a great second point. Relationships, our relationships are an endurance sport. Right? Um Real and long-term relationships require this incredible endurance. Our culture, our culture that we live in, the American culture, especially film and the culture we see in mainstream movie, movies has, has uh, normalized short-term relationships. You think 99%, this is not, I'm, I'm just guessing, 99% of celebrity marriages end in divorce because they were never getting married for true and, and godly reasons where biblical love mattered. Long-term relationships are challenging. In life, we have, uh, we have plenty of challenging experiences with people who push us past our limits, our limits of endurance. But these are just temporary relationships. What about the, rela what about the relationships in our lives that last a lifetime? Uh, what about the long-term relationships where uh, I've seen where one person has failed another over and over and over again? How do we deal with it? How, how do we deal with that? How do we have endurance and not give up 
wasn't there a verse? I don't know. Wasn't there a verse in there somewhere that I read in a meme on social media or something like that said, God wouldn't give me more than I can bear. Pretty sure that has to be true verse completely in context, right? Because it came to me on a meme on the internet. Well, Unfortunately, that's not true. God doesn't promise that anywhere in the Bible. He doesn't promise that he won't give us more than we can bear. If we, if we try to live out this verse in 1 Corinthians 13, chapter, uh, verse 7, it's a virtual guarantee that we will have more than we can handle in our lives. If you're in a long-term relationship with a child, uh, a parent, a sibling, a spouse, a, long, a long-term childhood friend like my buddy who's not here today, you may have already we may have already gotten past the point that you think you can handle so why did paul again why did paul write this he wrote it to awaken us to the truth that i can't do this on my own i don't have the inner resources i don't have the emotional calories to expend without dying where do we get the strength to live like this the only person that this verse accurately describes is jesus Jesus is the, you could say Jesus is the ultra marathoner of relationships. He's got unlimited emotional calories. His love never gives up. His love never fails. So what does that mean? Ironically, it means that we can't bear all things because we're not Jesus. We can't hope all things because we're not Jesus. We can't believe all things. We can't endure all things. Notice he doesn't say you bear all things. He says, love does. Only Jesus can do that. And if we start trying to become someone's personal Jesus, someone's personal savior, it will crush us and it will hurt them. That means that there are going, there are going to be times when, when we have to set boundaries on the love that we give, not, not because we're giving up, but because we are entrusting people to Jesus. This is what we have to do sometimes in destructive and abusive relationships. Uh, it's what we have to painfully advise sometimes when we're counseling someone who is in a destructive or a dangerous or an, or an abusive relationship. Jesus is the Savior, not us. Jesus can endure all of those things when sometimes we fail at it. We need to trust Him to do it for others when we can't. But in, in saying all of that, it doesn't very important. It does not absolve us of responsibility because even though Jesus is the Savior and the one who has truly exemplified love, he still expects us to become endurance athletes in our relationships. Marathoners don't wake up one day after a lifetime of gluttony and say, I'm going to run a marathon today and then go out and actually do it, right? I've never heard of anybody being able to do that. They train every day and they grow their endurance and their physical capabilities. In the same way, we can't, we just said this actually, we can't rely on a Sunday once a week to focus on Jesus and the Bible and our Christian brethren. We have got to become convicted to wake up every day and saturate ourselves, like we were saying, and, and, and those that we're responsible for in scripture and in prayer. And we must rejoice in everything as we face the pains of of growing our endurance for the Lord. Paul says here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, starting in verse 16, he says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, 
for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is God's will. So do we fail to meet that minimum requirement every day of our lives? If we do, our endurance in loving the way Paul describes is it's going to get less and less until we find ourselves overwhelmed and encumbered by the world once again. If we don't meet these requirements, that's how important it is. We must be vigilant in building our spiritual endurance. The devil is determined every day to devour us and keep us from an eternity with Jesus. Uh, Paul told Timothy in chapter 4 uh, of 1 Timothy, he said, Timothy, rather, than, rather train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training, he's talking about physical training, like baseball, right? You guys train for baseball or I train for running. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Paul says physical training has some good value, but so much more important is the training that we need to be accomplishing in trying every day to be more and more like God, like Jesus, who give us, they give us the perfect example of love. Let's read this again. Verse 7, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. He says, but we're going to put Jesus in the name of love. Jesus bears all things. Jesus believes all things. Jesus hopes all things. Jesus endures all things. We need to look to Jesus for grace. We need to reflect on how he's endured to love us and allow his enduring love to propel us off this emotional couch and into the race of, of loving others and becoming an ultra athlete for God in this, in this spiritual race that we're living right now. Thank you for listening to the Alan Wright Sermons podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. God bless you and have a wonderful week.